You are listening to Reach MDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. And we're going to talk today about patient satisfaction, a frequently discussed topic among doctors. Are your patients happy with you and your office? Do you and should you care if they are? And how can you easily find out what those folks in the waiting room think about you? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with us today is Dr. Stephen Feldman, who is Professor of Anatomic Pathology, Dermatology, and Public Health Sciences at Wake Forest Medical Center, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He also is the founder of DrScore.com. Welcome, Steve. It's like there's four of you here with us today. Thanks so much. We're talking about patient satisfaction surveys. Tell us about DrScore.com. Run us through what it is and, and how we can benefit from it as physicians. DrScore is an online patient satisfaction survey service, or at least that's how it looks to doctors. It's an inexpensive, very easy, convenient way to get detailed patient satisfaction information from your patients. From the patient's perspective, it's a doctor rating website. So they can go on and they can fill out a little survey on their doctor. That can give the doctor some feedback, but it also puts the doctor's overall score on the web for the whole world to see. I think this is a phenomenal benefit to doctors. When you open up the newspaper, despite the fact that doctors are doing great things for patients every day, none of that's news. What's news is something bad happens. For example, when my gerontologist sent me for my colonoscopy, it was a fabulous service experience, and I didn't read about it in the newspaper. Had I died, it would have been in the paper. The news tends to put things in there that are negative about doctors, patients, the public have no idea what a great job doctors are doing. Even doctors don't realize what a great job doctors are doing because there's a real tendency, even among doctors, for us to see our colleagues' failures, never our successes. So by putting a representative sample out there of how satisfied people are with their doctors, it's going to be a terrific benefit to American medicine. So in other words, people from across America can go on and find their doctors and rate them. But So it's a two-part program. And then we as doctors can sign up for this, do our own patient satisfaction survey, and find out where we can improve our services in our offices, correct? That's right. And this service costs approximately how much? It's about 150 to $200 for a single doctor. I guess for a really large group, the discount there'd be a further discount. At that price, $150, $200 for a year, you get four quarterly reports. You can survey every patient you see. And I think that's a real key point. Great businesses in America are asking their customers for feedback. They're letting their customers know they care. When I tell my patient, listen, I care about what I do. Please help me. Give me feedback. Let me know how I can be the best doctor I can be. I seem much less smug. I seem like I'm as caring as I really am. And I think just doing that helps us reduce our malpractice risk because I think patients, when they have problems with us, it's, it's not because we make the wrong diagnosis, we prescribe the wrong treatment. It's because it seems like we don't care about them. I think that's an interesting point that we don't think about. And it also gives us a chance to uncover areas of our office where we may not realize our staff is creating a problem. Oh, absolutely. The first thing, though, is we're doing a good job already. Documenting that we're doing a good job is, is helpful for us. Letting the public see what a great job we're doing is helpful. My score, 9 out of 10, isn't that great a score, but it still looks good. It still lets, lets the public know that I'm doing a good job. But I can do better. I'm not satisfied with that. So having the data to, to show an insurance company the next time you're negotiating your rates that your patients are really happy, that's a great thing. But then there's the added benefit. It's really the minor side is, is finding problems because we're doing a good job. 
But yes, it will help us identify ways that we can enhance the care we're offering. Now, you say maybe it's the staff. More often than not, it's the doctor. It's, it's not that we're making the wrong diagnosis. It's not that we're prescribing the wrong treatment. It's not that we don't care about our patients. It's sometimes that we're so efficient in what we do that we leave the patient with the impression that we don't care. How many questions do you ask a patient when they come onto the website? It varies depending on, on whether they, they are finding any problems because the survey will drill down in problem areas. But roughly 20, 30 questions as a baseline, it takes the patient about three minutes to fill out the survey. And is there anything at the end given to the patient or advantage or a reason why they should do this besides the fact that they want to give us feedback? That and contributing to having that score on the web for the whole world to see. I think that helps drive people's behavior. They have access to the scores. We never charge a patient anything. They can look up the score of any doctor or as many doctors as they like. Now, patients are doing this on the Internet. They're, they're looking up doctors. There's many, many sites that I've found. How does yours differ from the other sites that are out there? Some of the sites that are out there presume that doctors are doing bad things, and they're trying to get the information out there on the bad things the doctors are doing. We know that 95, 98, 99 Maybe it's 99.9% of what we're doing is terrific, and we're trying to get a representative sample of what's happening out there on the web. The other thing is some of the sites will put individual patients' open comments on the web, sometimes without the doctor having any opportunity to, to respond. Now, we take open comments because we think it's critical that doctors get those open comments, but we don't put them on the web for the world to see. They, they may not be at all representative. Some people would think, well, you know, negative comments, those, those are really bad. I actually want to hear the negative comments from my patients. First of all, I want them to have a way of airing their comments. I'd rather them air them out on a website than have them sue me. That goes without saying. But the other thing is I want to be the best doctor I can be. I want to know those times when I'm not totally satisfying my patients so that I can do a better job next time. You are listening to Reach MD XM 233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with us today is Dr. Stephen Feldman from Wake Forest Medical Center, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and we're discussing patient satisfaction surveys, especially with regards to the Internet and Dr. Feldman's company, DrScore.com. All right, so Steve, last night I went on the Internet to continue my research for this show, and I found a website in which there was one patient comment about me, and it was a total four-paragraph flame about how awful I was relating me to a doctor in the Third Reich almost. How do we deal with these sites? How do we respond? What do we do? I get some comments that are like that. It's probably one in every 10 or one in every 20. And my natural response is to get defensive and to say, oh, that's not true, or I'm not like that. I try to take it to heart and say, well, this patient felt that way about me. What is it that I can, I can only control myself? What is it that I can do so that I don't leave other patients with, with those kinds of feelings? I think being proactive and, and using that information to make us better is probably the best thing to do with that kind of information. Right. So any criticism should be taken to heart as an opportunity to grow, not just discarded because we don't like what we hear. That is so well said. We should be celebrating the feedback that we get. We should be thanking people for the negative feedback. The positive feedback is great. It boosts our egos and allows us to handle the occasional negative one that comes in. How many doctors do you have currently that are subscribing to your service, if you want to tell us? Several hundred. So this is a new company. That's right. Several hundred doctors are in. There's something like 30,000 
30 to 40,000 ratings that are in already. That gives us a database that we're able to use for research studies and also for letting doctors know how they compare to other doctors nationally. The research part of this is some of the most fun part of this for me because we can look now and we can say, well, what are the most common problem areas in medicine or what are the things that patients think make a great doctor? And I can tell you one of the key things that we ask about that seems to be central to patients' sense of satisfaction is whether they felt they were seeing a caring, empathetic doctor. Now, I know we're caring, empathetic doctors, but we need to make sure our patients realize that we're caring, empathetic doctors. When they said they saw a caring, empathetic doctor, it almost didn't matter how long they waited. It didn't matter if there were problems in other areas. They were very satisfied. But when they said they weren't seeing a caring, empathetic doctor, it didn't matter how fast you saw them. It didn't matter how well everything else was done. They tended to be dissatisfied patients. That's what I was about to ask you next. So patients always complain about weights. They complain about parking. They complain about other stuff. But you've learned that it's really about how present you are for patients. I'm a test tube research scientist by training. I, I come from a very biochemical model of medicine. But I want my patients to be happy. And, I, and now I've come to realize that, boy, I have to attend to the interpersonal interactions. That is central to, to what we do. And I guess, you know, I'm probably stupid for it taking me so long to come to that realization. I was going to ask you if you look at your own reports in detail and uh, show them to your staff. Oh, absolutely. And I act on the information. When I'm supervising resident clinic, I just can't pop in and out and, and wave my hand and say, oh, the resident's going to take care of this. I actually have to sit down with patients. My practice is heavily about psoriasis. And I can walk into a room and I can make the diagnosis psoriasis from the doorway. And I'll already know what I'm going to prescribe for patients. If I write the prescription as I'm walking to them and hand it to them and then leave, I can know I gave them the best possible medical care, the right diagnosis, the right treatment. And from their perspective, they may think I'm a complete schmuck who only cares about the money, who doesn't care about them as a person who didn't take time to do a thorough exam, that they can't trust the medicine I gave them. So I make sure I sit down with my patients, and before, even if after I've made the diagnosis in my head, I don't let them know I've made the diagnosis until after I've, I've had a chance to touch them, to put my hands on their spots, to ask them a few questions like, boy, I bet you found the previous treatments to be so frustrating. Well, of course they found the previous treatments to be frustrating. They're there in my office seeking something else. So it doesn't give me new information, but it lets the patient know that, that I'm caring. And, of course, if you have happier patients, it's going to translate into a happier office staff and a happier doctor in the long run. Well, that's what we're in it for. We're in, in this for making patients happy, for making patients well, not just for curing disease. So what's your long-term vision for this company? What would you like, if you could have your idealized world, how would your company fit in and what would happen? Well, I would love to be giving hundreds of thousands of doctors feedback. I'd love for the public to see how doctors are really doing because I think we're doing a great job. When people come to the site to look up a doctor, it's a great opportunity for me to educate them. So I know that in, for example, the dermatology world, that knowing about the Psoriasis Foundation is extremely valuable. Or if they're looking up a neurologist to let them know about the Multiple Sclerosis Association. And so I'm able to give patients targeted information to make them better patients, as well as giving them information on doctors. Any final thoughts for our listeners about patient satisfaction survey idea? Well, I think it's extremely helpful to let every patient you know one way or the other that you care about them. Go into your waiting room. Look at your check-in window. Does it look like a jail? 
some window that closes off that makes people think that you're not caring about them? Are there signs up about visa and return check fees and co-pays? Or are there signs up that say, we care that you trust us, we care to provide the best possible medical care? And then think every step along the way of the process of care that you're providing. Are you making it a fabulous service experience? Because if people perceive a fabulous service experience, they'll perceive great medical care. If not, they're not going to get well, they're not going to be happy with your treatment, and, and, and you won't be doing as great a job as a physician as you could be. I want to thank Dr. Stephen Feldman, triple professor at Wake Forest Medical Center, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and we've been discussing patient satisfaction surveys, and especially his web-based company, drscore.com. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. We value your comments and questions and welcome suggestions for future shows. Send your email to xm at reachmd.com, and we thank you for listening. 